Deshaun Watson and paid off 20 of them. But I thought he didn't do it. I, he said he was never going to pay them off. Because he didn't do it, but he did do it. But hear me out. Four accusations are still a lot. Because there's four left that didn't take a payout. Listen, the Cleveland Browns, I've said this once, I'll say it a thousand times, are the worst ran organization in fucking sports. They paid a guy guaranteed money who has over 24, or, or I guess 24 allegations against him of sexual misconduct. Whether that means rape or harassment or physical touching or abuse or whatever it means, sexual misconduct is sexual misconduct is sexual misconduct. There's no way around it. They paid this guy guaranteed money. 100% guaranteed money. And he may not play. Not only this year, but he may not play football again. Do you remember when people were bitching up because Calvin Ridley bet like two grand on a football game? Yeah. This fucking guy, Deshaun Watson, has 24 women who have come out against him for sexual misconduct. There could have been up to 57. What the fuck is going on? Maybe he's just a shitty person. But it's the It Ain't Much podcast, and today... Like we promised you last week, our Mount Rushmores continue, and on this side, we're on the other side of the ball. It's the defensive side. So last week, we did your offensive side with your QB, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and kickers. This week, we got your defensive players. We got safety, cornerback, interior linebacker, interior defensive lineman, edge rusher, uh, and returner. And then, of course, Austin has just one on our Mount Rushmore for punter. There's only one. His, his face is up there four times as Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is on his own Mount Rushmore four times. I just I admire Pat McAfee. He's my hero. You got to look at it this way. Pat McAfee is up there for punting, for tackling kick returners, for having a for fake the punting. best successful podcast YouTube channel, and also for wrestling. He's up there all four. Pat McAfee lives my dream, man. He has he's he played football professionally. That's one. Two, he played for the fucking Colts, my team. That's two. Three, he has one of the best and most famous podcasts currently in the world. Four, he works for WWE and gets to commentate wrestling. And five, and most importantly, he had a WrestleMania match. Actually, he had two this year. Yeah, he's living the dream. And rumor has it he's going to wrestle at SummerSlam, which is WWE's like second flagship show of the year. And it's... uh. Uh, usually in August, it's in July this year, but it's in Nashville, Tennessee, which is going to be really fucking cool. Watch him box one of the Paul brothers next. I hope he does, and I hope he fucking just they knocks say him out. one of them is going gonna, is gonna to box Mike Tyson this year. Yeah, dude, Mike, I mean, don't... Please, just, Mike, for the love of God, just hear knock me out. him the fuck out. Hear me out, Mike. Just get your conditioning right, and then fucking murder fucking one Fucking ruin him. <laughs> ruin him, just, all right? We know you can still punch, Mike. You're in yeah. your 50s, and you're still the baddest man on the fucking planet. All right, go for broke. I want to meet Mike Tyson. I think he'd be fun to Mike hang Tyson's out with. Mike Tyson's fucking awesome. I bet he'd be really cool to hang out with. Mike Tyson's a good example of someone who turned his shit around after fucking up in life. Yeah, he was young, man. He'll even say, he was like, I was young and stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Family Guy joke ever is now the letter S brought to you by Mike Tyson. <laughs> God damn. Well, let's start with the kick and punt returner. Boom. This one was tough. You know why? Because I've never heard of Brian Mitchell. And he, okay, so again, Disclosure, we're, we're doing you know Super Bowl era only, as we did last time. So fucking Dick Tom or whoever, <laughs> uh, whatever their names were back then. It's Dink Tom, Ar- man. Ar- Archibald's seeming way. They're not in it, okay? 
So Archibald, sorry, man, but you sorry, died man. in World War II anyway. <laughs> so well, um, get, we'll get this one off uh, right off the bat here, Devin Hester. But this Brian Mitchell guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an oh, honorable right mention. Okay, I didn't right. put him on, and here's why: I never heard of him, but he leads all time in yards by like a lot. So he objectively probably should be here, but this is all subjective anyway. So yeah, Devin Devin Hester's my my first as well on there. Yeah, Devin Hester. He almost won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he. He's the only man to ever open a Super Bowl with a kick return touchdown. What a guy. That was fucking awesome. The Bears that year were just basically two guys, Brian Urlacher and David Hester. And, you know, sexy Rexy Grossman was out there, too. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Next, I got Deion Sanders. I got prime. No, I don't I don't even have Deion Sanders on here. That's fair. What do you, who you know who I got? have next? Uh, Chiefs great, Dante Hall. Okay. He was 5'10", fast receiver. Wasn't the best receiver in the world, but goddamn, the dude was fast. Watch some Dante Hall highlights if you ever get a chance. I got Dante Hall next. Nice, nice. My third is Gail Sayers, another like all-time leader. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what else? I have nothing else to say. It's Gail Sayers, man. He's fucking a beast. I got Gail Sayers next. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's your fourth? So my fourth, I guess. So we're going to go three out of four again, like we did all-time last week. I'm going to actually go the the Heisman poser himself, Desmond Howard. Okay, I like that. Um, because he, he basically... He Super Bowl. He helped win a Super Bowl, and because of his returning, he got a really fat contract. And it was really dumb. He shouldn't have been paid that much. But dude's a good businessman, so good for him. Yeah, hell yeah. Now we got safety. Just what a position. You got to be Oof. good at coverage. You got to be able to light a motherfucker up. This was tough for me, too. I'm going to start it off with a man who gave everything to be on the field. Ronnie Lott. He 49ers. cut off his own fucking finger All to right. play. I also have Ronnie Lott. Yes, I'm with you there. Ronnie fucking Lott. What an absolute beast. That was a great 49ers team back in the 80s. Yeah, they won a bunch of Super Bowls. Um, obviously, their offense was good. Yeah, Joe, Joe Montana and, and Jerry Rice and eventually Steve Young. But Ronnie Lott was – dude, you didn't want to fly over the middle with Ronnie Lott there. Absolutely. He was trying to kill you. Absolutely just knock you out. Like – Another honorable mention for me, I don't have him on my Mount Rushmore, and this is recency bias, but Cam Chancellor. I wish he was on here, but he just yeah. isn't. That's but, true. Yes, but Ronnie Lott's on mine, so we're one for one there. Next, I got maybe number one, the best of all time, that's safety position, Ed Reed. Yeah, I have Ed Reed um, next as well. That absolute fucking maniac. He was great. I mean, if you got past Ray Lewis, Ed Reed is right there. <laughs> How scary is that? Ed Reed would not only was he hitting hard, but he was one of the fastest dudes on the field when he oh, was yeah. playing too. Oh yeah, he was. I, I love Ed Reed. Great player. How do you not like Ed Reed? Ed Reed's one of those. If you're a true football fan, you you have to like Ed Reed. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna continue here on some hard hitting dudes, some real hard hitting dudes next. I have Brian Dawkins from Philadelphia. We're three for three, baby. Oh yeah, I got Brian. Brian Dawkins. fucking uh, Drewski McBrewski's one of his favorite players. Don. One of Drewski's favorite players. Brian Dawkins. Great guy. Love Brian Dawkins. We might go four for four here. I think I... Who's your fourth? Troy Polamalu. We got We finally four for four. did it. We didn't do we it did once it. last week. We did it this week. We're four for four. There might have been better safeties in the 60s and 70s. I don't know. But this is based off of what I know. Well, Troy Polamalu definitely wins in terms of greatest hair of all time. That's true. And he, he was a hard hitter. He played good. He played with a lot of passion. Of the four... He, he was, was the heart of that defense. He was... All four of these guys hit hard. All four of these guys were like great at every aspect of the field. But of the four, Troy Palomalu was the best at disrupting the pass. 
Like, if you threw to Palomalu, the ball was either incomplete or intercepted every the, time. The other three just wanted to fucking hit you. They are like, catch yeah. that they, ball. They were, they were going to kill ball. you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fucking light you up. Palomalu is also another really fast dude, too. So, nice, man. Four for four. That's good. And, again, we did not show each other our Mount Rushmore before right now. This is all live. Also, another shout-out. I'm talking really fast. I apologize. Sorry. Uh, I wish I could have put him on here, but he died. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, yep. Fucking that was another was one. He wanted a light. Remember when, in the Pro Bowl? When that punter faked oh, that fake punt, he tough. just fucking ruined it. The him. Pro Bowl sucks now, but back then it was awesome. He made sure it didn't suck. And yeah, he died defending his family from, from fucking some assholes. Yeah. Rest in peace, Shitty Sean situation. Taylor. What a guy. Cornerback. Now, that, to be a great cornerback is tough. You get burned once as a cornerback. I mean, people talk shit, mad shit. This it one was tough. hard to be a beast. I mean, the best cornerback of all time. You know, and I know we're not supposed to do one through fours, but it's clear to me. Is Deion Sanders? I have prime time. Uh, prime time. He's well, an yeah. absolute beast. Um, best to ever do it at that position. Physical, fast, fastest dude on the field. Smart, smart. Knew what routes were coming. You couldn't fake him. That was that was the thing with with Deion Sanders more than almost anything. Is like it didn't matter who was lined up against him. You weren't gonna fake him. Yeah, and if for some reason you might have got behind him or did any of that, catch he's you. fast enough. Yeah, he's gonna catch you. Yeah, prime time for sure. Oh yeah. Then I got. You know, absolute dominating for years and years and years is Darrell Revis. They literally called it Revis Island. This guy had like only 24 career interceptions, which isn't a lot, because nobody wanted to fucking throw the ball his way. Yep. Randy Moss struggled against Darrell Revis. You know, in, in a certain situation, too, going for the interception compared to going for like tipping the ball away. Right. You're kind of giving yourself a, there's a chance you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. You, you go to just try to tip the ball and not concentrate on catching. You know, interceptions don't matter if you can just shut it down and no one can catch a ball. Darrell Rivas was a fucking problem, and Tom Brady had to play him twice a year for a very long time, and Brady even said, I didn't throw to Darrell Rivas. Yeah. And Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. He could throw to anybody. He doesn't throw Darrell Rivas. Uh-huh. They called it Rivas Island, dude. A guy had a fucking island named but after himself. when those quarterbacks, remember when uh, him and Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Rodgers did that golf outing thing? They asked them all who was the best defensive back like the best back so safety cornerback anything that you played against he said ed reed yeah that's true he did he did but ed reed uh, was a special talent too yeah okay we're two for two here who you got next i have another uh a super bowl champ another he played for the cowboys for a long time rod woodson i like rod woodson he was um part of that 90s cowboys team that won a lot of super bowls oh yeah because people always remember it was Aikman and Irvin and Smith, but the defense was solid too. They had prime time and they had Rod Woodson. So I went Rod here. I have Rod Woodson as nice. well. I don't think we're going to get the fourth though. Who's your fourth? I got the man whose literal name is champion, Champ Bailey. Okay. I got Champ Bailey. I think this is a little bit recency bias because I grew up a Champ Bailey fan. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with there. Mine's Charles Woodson. Yeah. How can you not, though? You look at when his run with the Packers where he was playing, you know, a, a range of positions, which might not count for this, but he was absolutely dominating with the Packers. Charles he, Woodson was He really helped them win that Super Bowl. Awesome. He's like he was my out. 4A. You know what I mean? Like, he's just there. Yeah. Linebacker. The boys. Are we doing the, the interior boys. linebacker? Like, yeah. So this is just true linebacker. Not edge rushers, even yeah. though some of these guys did, definitely got some sacks. Mm-hmm. Ray Lewis. Let's just get this one out of the way. Yeah. Ray Lewis. The meanest guy on the field. Two Super Bowl wins. Literally, like, I think he was a, he was a second-year pro, the first Super Bowl win with the Ravens, and then it was his final year. So, like, literally the, the bookending of his career was winning championships. Yeah. Think about that team just had Ray Lewis and 
Ed Reed for so long. That's tough. It's tough. It's tough, tough, to, it's tough to play against that. Ray Lewis was also a good pass cover, too. Like, you didn't want to throw over the middle because, A, you might kill one of your receivers, but, B, you, you may throw a pick. Yeah. Terrifying. Who you got next? I, I This is another one who I grew up watching a lot, and I'm, I'm a huge fan. Brian Urlacher. Love Brian Urlacher. So um, he was part of that. Like I said earlier, Urlacher and Hester took the Bears to the Super Bowl. But Brian Urlacher was, for about four good years, was the best linebacker in the league. Yeah. And he played with Ray Lewis in the league, too. I got another Ray. I got Ray Nitschke. I don't He's have Nitschke, but I said, yeah. Man. Yeah, did that, I, that was one of those I was on the ladder of. Scary, man. Like, just defined playing inside linebacker. Defined just, like, I just want to fuck shit up. Yeah, absolutely. Then I got Jack Lambert for the Steelers. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Scary, ugly man with no teeth. Lambert was another one I almost put in, but instead I put in a guy who was on that Bears 15-1 and Super Bowl winning team, Mike Singletary. Okay. You might remember he coached yeah. the Niners for a few years. Not the best coach in the world, but hell of a fucking player. Oh, yeah. I mean, me with, with Jack Lambert, you got to think, like, that Steelers team in the 70s would just define physical play. The Steel Curtain. Like, yeah. He was, was part terrifying. of the greatest defensive run ever. And this one, it's a little out there, but I really think that's tough. You could put a lot of other people here, but I got Junior Seau. Damn, so we only went one out of four on this one. I, I almost went wild. Junior Seau, too. The three I didn't have of yours I was really close on, but I actually went with the greatest name in the history of football, and that's Dick Buttkiss. He's the best on Twitter. He's the best boomer on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he's great on Twitter. Him and Iron Cheek pretty much do Twitter for me. Yeah, they're the best. They're great. Now, this one we got, you know, a little bit of a disclaimer Mount here. Rushmore. hard. It's like, think about this as an eight-headed Mount Rushmore. We'll say interior D, edge. In reality, a lot of these players mixed around and played different positions on the line. So let's do, I want to do this. Let's do interior D lineman first. And the one I want to get out of the way is somebody who could be considered an edge in some points of his career, and that's Michael Strahan. Okay. He's, I have Michael Strahan. Is he the well. all-time sack leader in career? I think he is. I'm pretty sure. And he, up until he last year, Brett was Favre. the single season. Um, but Strahan, I mean, the gap in between his teeth was larger than the gap that your running back could run. So, I mean, let's go with Strahan here. He didn't allow shit. All right, I got Aaron Donald. I got Aaron Donald, yeah, of course. I mean, he has never not been an all-pro in his career. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. He's a first know. ballot Hall of Famer. He is amazing. The, the first year he's eligible, he's in. Yeah. Um, next, Mean Joe Green. That's I got Mean Joe. I think we're going to go four for four here, I think. Who's but your I got fourth? Reggie White. Uh, I have him on edge. Oh, man. Okay, well, that's okay. Well, he, he's that's still fine. in yeah, there. Still, yeah. I got Reggie in the middle because, like Strahan, I didn't know where to put him, so yeah. I put him in the middle. I got Warren Sapp. Oh, damn, Warren I forgot Sapp about the leather couch. for years, man. Did you ever hear that joke? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was on a, one of those Comedy Central roasts. I think it was on the roast of Pam Anderson. Mm. Somebody said Warren Sapp looks like a leather couch. He is a big fucking boy. He's huge. Yeah. Remember when he broke that neck, that guy's neck for the Packers on a blindside block in the back? He was part of that really fucking good Bucks team with Derek Brooks and oh, yeah. himself and uh, one of the barbers, Rondé. So okay, so I, we went three for four there, but technically you had Reggie White. I just didn't have Sap. Uh, so edge rusher, I guess get yours out of the way. Reggie, yeah, Reggie White, White. Yeah. Um, I've got. Uh, I'll, there's one that's obvious, but I'm gonna skip that for a second one, so I can tell you a not obvious one. I have Demarcus Ware, another guy who I think will be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he he's eligible this year or next year, 23. I think he's eligible. I can't remember when he retired. Like 16, 17. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I got like I got Demarcus Ware. Okay, um, Lawrence Taylor. Okay, yeah, let's obvious, yeah. Yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. He's he's the greatest edge rusher in the history of football. I think it's gonna make uh, doing the 
absolute Mount Rushmore. Very hard. Very tough. Yeah. Um, I got Bruce Smith. I, I went back Buffalo and forth. Bills. I did not have him, but I, I, I mean, twelve hundred tackles, two hundred sacks, four Stupid. Super Bowl losses. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Jim Kelly has four Super Bowl losses too. <laughs> Nothing but pain. Who do you got on your fourth? Uh, actually, I think I still have two more to give you. Oh yeah, yeah. Von Miller. Okay. Two-time Super Bowl winner, one-time Super Bowl MVP, pretty much the backbone of the Broncos' defense for a while. Um, and again, this is a recency bias because I'm fucking living right now, and he's still playing. Fair, <laughs> he's about to his third team. But Von Miller, I remember watching him in college, thinking like you watch certain guys in college, and you're like, that's not going to translate. You know what I mean? But like for me in my age group, I'm 26. Dominican Sue, Chase Young, Von Miller, these guys in the last 15 years I watched in college and thought, yeah, they're going to fucking murder NFL players. It's true. Von and they all three have been great. Beast. And then well, finally, I got Derek Thomas from the Chiefs. Okay. I got Julius Peppers. Oh, I, Julius JP. Peppers was really dominating. He was on that Panthers Super Bowl yeah. team. They he didn't win, but played with the Packers for a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Great player. So, yeah, we're, we're really mixed up on edge here. There, that's just the thing. There's so many good ones. You can't really. One guy I wanted to put in here I didn't, and he's got a hot sister. That's Jason Taylor. I don't know who that is. His sister is Joy Taylor, who is the co-host of The Herd with Colin Coward. Oh, okay. Not okay. only is she hot, but she's also like – she she's one of my favorite analysts in football. She's fucking awesome. Right. Uh, but she's a big diehard Dolphins fan, so she gets a little biased. But yeah. obviously she's a Dolphins fan because her brother was a Dolphins legend, so – I got. He's not in the my Mount Rushmore, but Jason Taylor's up there for sure. Sounds good. I, Is that all of it? That's it. Yeah, we kind of ran through that one. That was quick. Well, we'll break down. It'll be tough to break down the all-time Mount Rushmore. We're gonna go ahead and take a break here. We'll get back. We're gonna, you know, talk about the best four players of all time. That's something that's really easy to come up with, right? Right. That's really easy. Yeah. But we'll be back in a second. All right, and we are back. So we're really gonna break this down. It was hard and easy at the same time somehow. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Defensive all-time, and then we're going to do our all-all-time, and that's all players. But defensive first, kick us off. Reggie White. Fuck, I don't have him. Damn. I don't have him. Okay, I'm going to go. I'll just just do it in the order I wrote it. Uh, I have Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Next, I have Lawrence Taylor. Nice, okay. Next, I got primetime Deion Sanders. That's who I got next. Oh, sick, okay. Uh, And then I've got my third is... Cut your own finger off, Ronnie motherfucking lot. I like it. I like. Okay, who's your fourth? Because I think you're going to find mine interesting. The Gap. I got Michael Strahan. I got Aaron Donald. Oh, really? I think he's that dominant that when you look back in 10 years to his playing time, you're going to be yeah. like, he really was that dominant. I think when he's retired, I may put him in my all-time defensive, but for some reason it feels weird putting a – well – it, never mind. I fuck that. Pretend I didn't say that because spoiler alert. But anyway, uh, I got Strahan here though, man. I, that's fair. That's, that's fair. another one I grew up. That's watching. a close one. It's very close. What I like about Strahan is like he tried for so fucking long, and he got he helped the Giants get to a Super Bowl in two thousand, and they got fucking fucking steamrolled by the Ravens, and then in his final career or season ever, he not only was dominant, but he helped the Giants win against an undefeated Patriots. And then he just walked away. And then he said, you know what? I got my uh-huh. ring. I'm good. And I, I, and now he's still like a super famous dude. I oh. fucking love Strahan. He works all day. Just fucking Matters analyst and shit. All right. All oh, time, all time. Tough one here. I, I, I have a feeling we have the same, but it'll, we'll see. I'm going to get one out of the way, and that's Tom Brady, because he – He's 46 playing quarterback. Still, He's still a top five quarterback in the league, dude. Tom Brady is the 
best NFL player of all time, regardless Period. of position. Yep. I. Yep. Yeah. You, there's no Mount Rushmore without him. Tom Brady's the number one. When, you know, when it all comes down to it, Tom Brady has the rings. He has the resume. Brady is one of those athletes that when the universe is over, when, when the world has burned and the sun blew up and we're all dead, he'll still be remembered as the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah. Some aliens catching a some fucking NFL teams on it, way going around in a wavelength over there in space. Fucking perfect. All right. Who you, who you got next? I got Jerry Rice, dude. He's okay. the all-time uh, all-purpose leader in yards in the history of football. And get this, he didn't run or throw the ball. Like some receivers throw the ball a little bit. Some receivers run the ball. He's the all-time in all-purpose yards ever, excluding quarterbacks, obviously. And it's almost all receiving. Like, yep. it, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just going to do it in the order that I have here. I got Lawrence Taylor next. Taylor's my third. I got Lawrence Taylor next. I had Jerry Rice. Okay, so we're three for three so far. I don't think we're going to be right on the fourth. I don't think we're going to agree. Do you want me to go first? Do you, you want to go first? You, you do it. I have primetime <gasps> Dion Sanders. Four for fucking four on our all-time Mount Rushmore. That's how it goes, man. Let's go. It was tough. I really wanted Reggie on there. I love Reggie White. Um, it's I, that's just, that's the four best players, dude, of all time. I love this. LT primetime Brady and Rice. Could you imagine a team with those four on it? You wouldn't have have to have anybody else on that no. team. Well, you'd have to have like competent offensive linemen, just competent, not great. Yeah. You'd have to have a running back who knows how to block. That's it. You don't you don't need to run the ball. And then you'd have to have like one or two like Madden eighty overall <laughs> defensive players to help to prime time in, in Lawrence Taylor, and then you're good, dude. Lawrence Taylor, but he also gets to do blow. <laughs> yeah, we'll come. Yeah, we're we're talking like in their prime, and he was prime when he was doing coke. So imagine giving Jerry Rice like a prime Jerry Rice to Tom Brady. I mean, he kind of almost had it with Moss. Yeah, but Moss was on the on the end of his career there. True, but yeah, no. It, Absolute man. prime Jerry Rice catching prime Jerry Tom Brady. And Brady. That's disgusting. Every, I mean, we look at like Brady and Gronk as one of the greatest duos ever. Could you imagine Brady and Rice? That would be the quintessential duo. Like every game, it'd be like uh, Julian Edelman gets two catches. Jerry Rice got twenty for fucking two forty-seven and three. Do you remember? Um, <laughs> do you remember? Speaking of all most catches in a game, do you remember when fucking Brandon Marshall had like twenty-one catches Fuck. in a game? And Michael Thomas had like twenty-two or something like that a couple years ago. Is Mike Tom is Michael Thomas ever coming back? I don't know. Kind of getting off topic here, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, Michael Thomas, if he comes back, him and Olave would be a hell of a duo, though. Yeah, for Nolans. Worst would have been a fun topic for this, I think. Worst all time. Yeah. Well, you can't have a worst all time quarterback list without Nathan Peterman. We can run it down live. We got time. Worst quarterback of our era, Nate Peterman. <sighs> yeah. Worst but... performance was Nate Peterman. Oh, God. What was it, like five picks in a quarter or something like that? I think he had a a drive where he had so like he fumbled. He had an incompletion. It was the, it was the playoff drive. Yeah. It was we were a, watching that at the bar. What was it? It was he, – he, he got sacked. He fumbled it. He threw a pick. And he threw an incomplete <laughs> on <one> drive. <laughs> And John Gruden was just like, yeah, that's the kind of guy we want on our team. So that was uh, 2017. That was Sean McDermott's first year as the coach for the Bills. And he got him to the fucking playoffs. Nine and seven Bills. Fucking nuts. Wasn't uh, Tyrod Taylor the starter that year? Yeah, and Tyrod did fine. He did fine. But he got hurt in the biggest game of the year for him. 
They lost 10 to 7 to a Jags team that nobody thought would do anything, and then they almost went to the Super Bowl. Oh, some sad news. Tony Saragusa is dead. Yeah. Oh, and of course, that Ravens player. Yeah, he's dead too. Jalen Ferguson. Uh, rest in peace to Jalen for 26 years old. That's my age. How did he die? Does anybody know how Jalen Ferguson died? No idea. I saw somebody on he Twitter. Was in training camp. Somebody on Twitter said it was a car accident, but I feel like that would have been that would have been news that would have already broke. But I don't know. Either way, sad deal. All these players dying, man. What the fuck's going on? Running back Trent Richardson. Colts wasted a fucking first round pick to get a. What was it? My favorite thing I ever read was Trent Richardson was number thirty four and three point four yards per carry was his career. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Shit. Art imitates life, bro. That's rough. Wide res- oh, honorable mention for quarterback, Johnny Manziel. Johnny football Johnny, was fucking Matt, terrible. How good is Mike Evans? Let's be real here. To make Johnny football that good in college. How good is Mike Evans for being in the NFL as long as he's been and having no fucking team until he got Brady as his quarterback? Is that a 1,000-yard season every year? Every single season. Yep. I mean, even famous Jameis knew that Mike Evans was the man to throw to. Wide receiver's tough. I can't think of, like, a shitty one that bad. Kelvin Benjamin? Kelvin was bad. Um, I don't know. Corey Coleman, he was... What did Booger McFarlane say? He was like, he's one Popeye's chicken sandwich away from being a tight end. (laughs) And Booger McFarlane's a fat dude. So Booger McFarlane... A guy named Booger is calling you fat. (laughs) You can guarantee, man, like... I don't want anybody calling you're not trying, Booger fucking making fun of me, bro. You're not trying to impress anybody when you go by Booger. <laughs> Your name is, have you seen Booger McFarland's hands? <laughs> his fingers are fucked. My dude cannot pick his nose anymore, man. <laughs> to live vicariously through his name. <laughs> tight end. Uh, I, I can't think of a fucking I don't, know. I don't fucking know. It's like if they're that bad at tight end or O-line, they don't play. No. I guess in that case, you're, ta- you're looking at bust. More than you're looking at, like, worst ever. Because, like, Ryan Leaf was a huge bust at quarterback, but he's definitely not the worst quarterback of all time. Jamarcus Russell might be the worst quarterback of all time, and he was a bust. He's a number one. They talk about that, how they were like, they gave him that practice tape that was blank. (laughs) And they're like, hey, did you learn anything? He's like, yeah, I learned everything, all the coverages. (laughs) Blank tape. He didn't even put it in. (laughs) He fucking did it. The tape was blank, dude. Oh, oh man. shit. You know why the Raiders picked him was because in, uh, not in training camp, in like combine stuff, whatever they're doing. What's, it's not just combine, it's other shit. But anyway, days, rookie all workouts right, and all yeah, that yeah. shit, pro days. From his knees, like he's on his knees, he threw 75 yards, which is dumb. But like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All, I Fat, mean, lazy. His like Madden awareness is 30. <laughs> Throw power is 102, throw accuracy <laughs> is 4, and awareness is 1. Shit, someone's down there somewhere. Yeah, D-Hop got to be down there, right? Yeah. Uh, kicker. Um, Pinheiro? No, fucking, who was the kicker for the Vikings that didn't make it, miss a kick oh all year? Oh, my God. And then the one that mattered, he missed. In the playoffs, like they lost 10 to 9. Field goal. Yeah. It was, a, now, it was less than that. It was a chip shot, bro. It was a PAT almost. Richard Sherman was just like... <laughs> The Seahawks are like, we're going to lose, we're going to lose. Uh, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. I don't remember him, but I don't remember his name, but he's up there. There was a Boise State kicker, 2010, 2011 time frame, I want to say, and he missed, he went over four in field goals, and they lost to Nevada when they were undefeated by, like, two points. So, like, you just had to make one of those four fucking field goals, bro. <laughs> like, You know, everybody did not look at him in the locker room, and they were like, 
Oh, he was the most hated man in the state of Idaho, dude. Imagine that. His mom Idaho. That's a terrible state. And you're mom the most and dad hated sent man. Sent him right to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> he called him. after the game. Dad tits fucking click. That's like, come get your shit. <laughs> 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 you fucking disappointment. <laughs> if we were be- uh, bigger college football fans, we could definitely do an episode like that. But we're really gonna try. We're gonna try this year. I know we said that last year, but we're actually gonna try this year. This year, I'm definitely gonna try because I want to be better, well versed on draft stuff. Yeah. When that time comes around. We'll, we'll put some more time to it, you know? So that's it. A little quick, third little 30-minute episode here. So next week is going to be a little interesting. I don't know the details yet, but we're doing something around. We're doing our preseason rankings, mm-hmm. position rankings. Position rankings, right. Probably only do, do offense. Yeah, yeah, we'll do offense for one week and then defense after that might, yeah. might as well. We'll kind of see. This isn't fantasy. Don't take this as fantasy advice. No, we no. We might do an episode like that here coming up. But right. not, not next week. I think we could do a fantasy, you know, re- preview definitely before the year starts. 78 days, by the way, until the Bills-Rams kickoff Thursday night football. So I'm really, really excited. I was wa- uh, watching Adam Rank, who's a fucking idiot on NFL.com. But he is an idiot. But he said, uh, I have no idea who's going to win the Rams-Bills game. He's like, I, this is a toss-up for me. And it's a toss-up for most. But everybody watches Adam Rank. You Fuck know it's going to end up being a blowout somehow. I just don't think so. I think it is. I feel like it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last is going to win the game. You know, know. you give the ball to Josh Allen with 90 seconds left. Gabriel Davis is about to go down. That's true, man. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to happen. Where is Scary Terry playing this year? Uh, Jahan Dotson apparently has been doing really good in camp. That sucks that Carson Wentz is throwing the ball to him. Uh, Brees Hall is apparently going to be a fucking problem, which I figured was going to happen. Colt's Twitter seems to think that Scary Terry is going to be a Colt this year, which I'm so not going to Packers Twitter. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but man, I would love if Scary Terry came to Indy. I want to see what Alec Pierce has, man, only because I got him in Dynasty. Yeah, but you could do. I mean, you have Pierce, uh, Scary Terry, and Michael Pittman. You don't need Paris Campbell at that point. He's just a fast dude who's just going to be there. Yeah, there's a lot. How's Christian Watson going to turn out? What's the Packers team look like? Well, you know. How bad are the Cowboys going to be? How bad are the Bears going to be? Najee Harris, is he going to take that step forward from his rookie year? He had a dominant rookie season. That's all volume. Is he going to have that same volume? Uh, he might. They're going to have a choice with their quarterback situation. Who's Trubisky starting? Is Pickett starting? Who fucking knows? There's a lot of questions still <laughs> going to be asked, answered. Um, you know, I don't follow training camp as much because it really doesn't fucking matter. No, because everybody said Jamar Chase was terrible last year. Yeah. So the greatest rookie season ever. Take take everything you see with a grain of salt right now. Hot take question. Yep. By what week does Carson Wentz get benched for Taylor Heineke? Well, you'll probably break both of his ankles week four. Let's let's say he it, doesn't get injured. But who is the quarterback that they drafted? Was it the Ole Miss guy? They got somebody. I can't remember. Was it Corral? Did they get Matt Corral? I can't remember. They drafted him late. Matt who's starting? Who's going like, to be the real backup there? I feel like no. Matt Corral went to the Panthers. Yeah, uh, Commanders. I know who you're talking about. Commanders uh, quarterbacks. Was it the kid from Nevada, Carson Strong? No, he didn't go to the... Sam Howell from North Carolina. Sam Howell, That's who yeah. it was. Yeah. So, well, he was talked about being a first round pick at points in the off season. Yeah. He was re- all the quarterbacks fell except for Pickett. Yeah, even Malik Willis went to the second or third. It third. It was third yeah. round of the Titans. At least they don't have to fucking pay him though. That's yeah, true. I mean, but if he turns out to be legit, they don't have a fifth year option usually. You know what? Fuck all those quarterbacks. Bailey, goddamn Zappy, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> all the Patriots. A lot of people are saying Mac Jones is going to take a step forward. I think so. 
Yeah, I mean, his completion percentage last year was ridiculous. It's the greatest in rookie history for. They need they need a true wide receiver one to step up in that offense. They did get uh, the guy from Miami. They got uh, Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, they got uh, the guy from the Dolphins. What the fuck, Devontae Park? Parker? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's very huge. They have weapons. They paid a, a fucking tenth of their con- like salary cap goes to tight ends. It's Bill Belichick. Here's the problem with the AFC. It's like, what the fuck? The AFC is such a toss up. You have two teams in the South that are legit. Four teams in the West. Three teams in the North I could see making a buzz because I'd never count out Pittsburgh. And two to three teams in the East, depending on how the Dolphins fare. Yeah. That's the thing. Everything's up in the fucking air, man. I don't know. going to be a fun season. Uh, I think we did a full season prediction earlier, a couple months ago now. I think right before kickoff, we'll record the Wednesday before the first game, and we'll do our uh, like last preseason predictions. Uh, so if we change anything between now and August, whatever the day is, we'll do that. You will, yeah. You guys will be getting weekly upgrades. Maybe we could figure out a blog thing. Yeah, figure out a website, get it on paper yeah, digitally. Be fun. Yeah, we could start a, like a little website for people to look at. We might. It ain't much website. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's it. Ain't much podcast, man. Um, you know, you could definitely, if you want to go outside, make sure you wear sunscreen so you don't end up turning out like a goddamn um, sunship. Um. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Holy shit. Thanks for yeah, listening. <laughs>